0: WXDU Durham. Opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of the WXDU and Duke
1: community. It's
0: Unapologetic Black Radio, Black Radio. Unapologetic Black Radio is brought to you by Naomi Lilly. I'm a sophomore at Duke, major is African American Studies, minor is Gender Studies, and certificate in Documentary
1: Studies. My name is Shania Anderson, I am a sophomore, my major is Culture Anthropology with a minor in Global Health.
2: My name is Anna Anderson, I'm a sophomore, my major is History and my minor is African and African American Studies.
0: All right, hello, hello everyone, you, this you. is Lily, hello. Lily speaking. Before we get this episode started, I want to go ahead and introduce our special guest,
3: all right. Hey, I'm Mumby. I'm majoring in public policy and gender, sexuality, and feminist studies. Mm.
4: Yeah. And my favorite podcast, apart from this one, is The Read.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs>
4: Hey, y'all. I'm Adriana. Um, I'm a senior majoring in gender, sexuality, and feminist studies in African and African American studies. Yes, I know that's a mouthful. Mm. Um, And my favorite book is uh, For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow is Enough by Ntosaki Shonda. It's like my favorite book, like, ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all read that. All right, so we like to start each show off with some advice, and this advice comes from the Six Brown Chicks on Twitter. So questions a lot of women fall for married men but i got one of the good ones he's leaving his wife to be with me issue his wife is my cousin Mm. i don't want to i don't want to lose the connection with my family how to explain that our love trumps all i don't i do not want to be the outsiders I do not want to be the outsider.
2: Sorry about that. I'm just saying you can't go back to the cookout. You know, it's like, oh yeah, that was your man now, but she might, and he's at your table, so it's, like that's not gonna work out. So you got to pick here. Either you love your cousin and your family, or like this man, because like you can't bring him around your family knowing that he was just with your cousin. Yeah, that's true. okay. But
0: I'm just dead. Like, like how did you like not take your cousin?
1: Like, yeah, how did true. Happen yeah. to begin with. And technically, like, I feel like that dude is like he's basura because (laughs) he's what? basura what's that? I don't know trash
2: oh okay (laughs) you gotta spell out for me I didn't know (laughs) I
1: mean that's just really messy you know to like I just feel like what you y'all went to a family function, while your girl went to go make you a plate. He was looking right. at your cousin, yeah. and now all of a sudden, yeah. what you he try and get married to have like she's
2: bringing food? Yeah, it's yeah, not- no, that's dead. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely, that's, that's an absolute no. no. But if she, but, uh, let's say, put that aside, say she want, even though she think he, like we say, he's trash, but she clearly feels some type of way about him. Still, so you need
4: to make Still. a decision. On but that that. that's actually they both trash. No, for yeah, real, for yeah. You think about it. like
1: yeah. You can't even justify that sis. you lost on that one.
2: Yeah. So God bless yeah. you. You know, we'll pray for you, but we ain't got nothing for you.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully they just
0: uh, figure that one out. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're probably married right now. <laughs> We're probably. About us. Uh, so before we get into our topic today, for those of you who listened to the last show, we discussed sex. Um, mm-hmm. So Adriana is a co-president of the Peer Advocacy for Sexual Health Group, or PASH for short. And she has a few tips that weren't mentioned in the last episode. So Adriana, what you got for
4: us? Yeah, so one, um, we stray away from using S T D and say S T I Okay. Which is sexually transmitted infection because like when you say S T D like it kind of furthers the stigma like around Mm -hmm. um sexually transmitted infection. So like you it it like implies well if I have this like it's something I can't get rid of and like Mm -hmm. people are less likely to go get tested. So like just on a from a medical standpoint, like public health standpoint, like um Care like care providers or like people who do public health say STI and not STD. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, it's actually a myth that Duke is fifth for STIs in the nation. Mm. So it's uh. a study. Yeah, it's a study that um like a uh, a study a self-report study that trojan did that's like not founded on like student health is not founded on do well or anything it's just based on like people who like took this survey and said have you ever had an sci before mm-hmm. oh yeah and then they like use it to like describe the whole population oh, okay. oh, gotcha. so like it's not oh. actually true now that's not to say that duke students might not be mm-hmm. sexually irresponsible Some of y'all <laughs> right. because it's i think that's I very true well, yeah but i don't think <laughs> like that to, the, like to report that number is like not right because like it, when people hear numbers like that they get Shook, like, yeah. 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 I was yeah. shook when I heard that. I, yeah, oh, I was like, "Oh, that's actually not true." Even though I know a lot of Duke students are sexually irresponsible, but you know, like, so yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are just my two.
1: Okay, thank you for schooling us. Come with your homework next time.
2: All right. Yeah. So next, the first topic, or our topic today is Black-Duke, a love-hate relationship. And the first thing we want to talk about with our guests is the concept of monolithic blackness. Um, We want to see the, the things that we've sort of outlined is the fact that it coheres around black men. What issues should we be mobilizing on? You know, there's a huge number of sexual assaults in just throughout Duke. Why don't black, let's see here. And sometimes there's only issues when it's like with the administration when it being white on black issues versus just like within Black Duke itself. And also we have sort of this, we've all talked about the issue of like respectability politics and it's time to sort of deal with this in this sort of, sort of inner community because we're at a PWI, but there's still a community within that. So what are our thoughts, our guest thoughts on politics?
1: Monolithic blackness. So, mm. with, <laughs> <laughs> so
3: with like monolithic monolithicizing, like, blackness. So for me, the issue there is the fact that, like, Anon said, like, the blackness that we embody or the blackness that we're willing to, like, mobilize around within our community really coheres around, like, cis black men. Mm -hmm. So it's not a blackness that's nuanced or, like, um... That intersects with other identities. So, when we think about like blackness that we're willing to like mobilize around and like, you know, like even just like protest around, it's around things that are like white on black racism. Right. But when it comes to things like hetero, uh, well, heteronormativity, like homophobia, like sexism um, within our community, like classism and stuff like that, like that's when everyone's really silent. Right. So, for me, it's like, why don't we center people who are the most vulnerable in our community? So, here I'm thinking about queer people, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about black people, and I'm thinking about the violence that we met on them and how that is in itself a type of like
4: anti blackness.
3: Right. I don't know why we don't recognize it as such. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think that a lot, like a lot of the times, like when this role of monolithic blackness allows like other people and other identity roles to be tokenized mm-hmm. and like it, like black duke does this really cool thing well, not cool obviously but like they take like people insert like they'll take like an LGBTQ black woman and say let's put on this panel because like it looks good for right. us Next. but like in other but like in any other t- circumstance like you're not advocating for my rights like you're not advocating for like what makes me safe on this campus and mm-hmm. like I like that, that like a monolithic blackness does, does a lot of like damage because like not everybody comes from the same background like mm-hmm. you, we have first gen students on this campus we have undocumented students on this campus Mm -hmm. like and and it's not fair to assume that everybody is an american black that comes from a like middle income background and like they have a two-parent home and Mm -hmm. like their Mm -hmm. parents went to college like that's not fair to assume that because your experience is very different based on what you experienced before you got here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and it's sad to say that like i realized that literally after my first semester here at duke and it's just crazy because you BSAI, you come in and they like perpetuate this whole like community type thing and you can be from different, (laughs) you could be from different backgrounds and that does not matter. But once you like come to campus day in and day out, like, and just be here is not very, Mm -hmm. my problem is that it's not explicit. It's very Mm -hmm. implicit. Mm -hmm. And that's even more, that's just, that's even worse. And to yeah. fact the fact that you have to wait a whole semester to realize that and then feel like you don't belong, mm-hmm. that's an issue. What at, would y'all say about the bougie black persona that's at Duke University? They need to get rid of that at the
0: end.
4: Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's not cool. Because like this probably and I'm y'all probably going to bring up classism next, but like it. it it's like it's Duke, Black Duke is super 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 classic mm-hmm. and like I also don't like how like their classes but then at the same time perpetuate like broke culture like you don't know what it's like to be broke most of mm-hmm. y'all don't at least mm-hmm. and so like you perpetuate like oh I'm broke because like I couldn't go to brunch this weekend like that's not what make you broke mm-hmm. like what Bro, makes you exactly like broke is like I ran out of food points at the, at the end of the semester and I can't add anymore mm-hmm. because I am broke like right. it's not I can't go to brunch with my friends this mm-hmm. weekend or like, Like, I couldn't make it to, like, to this party, like, because I didn't have enough money in my account. Like, that's not what broke is. And, like, black dude loves to perpetuate, like, being broke. And, like, but then I'm a bougie black. Like, mm, that bougie black thing is not really cool. It's not good because then at the same time, you put down people who actually are broke, who can't afford to necessarily dress as nice as you do, who can't afford to go to Martha's Vineyards every other weekend. Like...
2: And it's it's weird because we're at a point I remember my talking my dad about this because like it used to be on college campuses, like sixties, seventies, eighties, people talk about, okay, like, how black are you? Or right, are you with the cause? Like what are you gonna do for poor black people? Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you gonna invest mm-hmm. in the community? Mm-hmm. But we're at a point now where it's like because we have this sort of thing of like what you would call culture, right? Like music, you know, vibe on the weekends, going to parties, like being the, the idea that blackness is about well as, as long as you you know you, you black, you go to parties and stuff like that, that's all there's what about the idea of like actually doing something productive for mm-hmm. black people. So like mm-hmm. the fact that you are off is great, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. But does that necessarily help poor black kids who are no, trying to I'm grow saying. up and make mm-hmm. something happen? Does yeah. that necessarily help people who are not even, maybe not going to go to Duke, but just trying to have a good life who are mm-hmm. African-American, you know, or African in that sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. we, uh-huh. we kind of conflate these two things. Like, as long as I'm, you know, with the culture, I'm doing something positive. Right. Well, and that's yeah. good. You should enjoy your blackness, but at the same time, you shouldn't conflate uh-huh. enjoying your own blackness and trying to help other people right. to mm-hmm. sort of overcome Right. Like, we've, now.
3: like, I guess, like, idealize this idea of, like, um, doing things for yourself as a type of activism, when it's just not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it's okay yeah. to say you're taking care of yourself. You yeah, know ahead, It's not like we're at college, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, right. we're at college, like, you know. Yeah.
2: Have You experience yeah you, know, you should. I yeah, not like, judge you but it's take okay. ownership
3: of that like sure. experience like it isn 't your responsibility to keep fighting, but at the same time don 't like say that it is like yeah. activism because it 's not you know when it minimizes other people 's work that has been done even before us, even coming into this moment mm-hmm. um, and then my other issue like is the idea that even when you do see something that is wrong, when you do say it, like the backlash from that is mm-hmm. what is really confusing to me. The idea that we all have to have the same opinion about everything, that when anyone steps out and critiques someone within our community or an organization within our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: we ostracize Mm -hmm. them. We
1: have a a witch hunt. Like, what?
0: And I think in a lot of ways, that connects to, like, when we'll host, like, different organizations will host events where they're talking about topics that might be more taboo within our community, and some people don't come based on who's there because they feel like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, if I do say what I have to say, like, so-and-so is going to do do this and yeah. this to me so like in what
1: ways do we address that mm-hmm. honestly like to be upfront, i think one thing that one thing about black duke is we are all aware that everyone has like opposing opinions about you know different topics right i mean but then again we also like within that we express like those opinions and say, which person actually makes it makes us uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and we know that when they hold those events and that person specifically is there, um, to I guess guide that conversation I don't think most people have enough confidence to be like to
2: go against that to,
1: to go against mm-hmm. that to be like mm-hmm. I don't feel as though you are capable of leading this discussion because yeah. mm-hmm. 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 it's, it's a cis male who's yeah. just talking yeah. about yeah. It's, it's not, it's it's not, it's not, not right, right Yeah, it's and a
4: not lot it. of it is to do with like visibility right because right. black dude only prioritizes who is visible black dude doesn't prioritize who is doing behind the scenes work and like just because you're more visible doesn't mean you're doing more mm. for the community doesn't mean you're doing more for like making Duke better as a campus it's making the world a better place making America better like just because you're like the figurehead of something and, like being a figurehead is great and being in like executive positions is great and having proximity to administration is great but just because you do that does not mean you are doing more right. Right. and right. Black Duke only prioritizes the people who put on events who are in these like who are in these figurehead roles but like when you get there the the, com- the conversation is counterproductive Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of the times mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, especially like in regards to like things like sexual assault like right. y'all saw that comment well, that's the survey. next one so we, a, y'all yeah, saw that, that topic, comment yeah. survey and <laughs> the fact that like we <laughs> don't discuss what goes on in our very community but like white women don't do this like white women are constantly mobilizing around we are here dude they're yeah. mobilizing around duke students are getting gender violence and like when you look at who's in that room there are no people of never. color in those room yeah. never. never 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 um and it's because we're like black women on this campus are afraid of being social pariahs if they convert if they confront their uh, their abuser and that's not that's not fair to anybody like mm-hmm. it's not fair for their mental health it's not fair for the safety of the entire community and then what do y'all do y'all continue to put these people that you know right. are assaulters on a pedestal mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. and I'm over it I'm so over what it
0: What do we What um, do we do about that I really that do
3: think that there needs to be a victim centered uh-huh. approach to even like the events and the things that we're having mm-hmm. because if you. Have have a victim-centered approach, then you would realize that it would be illogical for you to be even holding this event. Yeah. Because you would realize that there are people who have been in your organization who have been associated with these things. And you would, even before you have that event, or when you're having that event, at the very least, you have to take stock of the trauma that you've caused people. Yeah. Because that's erasure. to act like you're coming into this like conversation from a place where you have like the upper hand on morality when you just don't, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like appreciating or thinking about um, where you stand, like your positionality in a specific issue. I also think that events are just not enough anymore. No, No. Like, it's just not enough. Like, it's not enough to have an event and say that you've done your job because you need to do this internal work of undoing, like, the problematic ways that you think about and then holding the people around you accountable. Because, like, a lot of the times, it's like the people around you that are messed up. Like, I don't understand
2: why you have to come and preach to me. No, preach legit. To that's first, a really good point. I, I think, because whenever I go home, and like this, I hope people relate like to this. When I go home, you know, like I always go to the barbershop. I've been going since I was younger. Like, I go oh. there, and I'm on this campus, and it's great. I love going here. But I go up in that barbershop, and people I grew up with, they say some homophobic stuff. I know that they do. And I know that, like, for the longest time, it was difficult for me to even try to broach the subject, because I knew that's just so great in the culture. Mm. I think it was like fresh me. I went back. I was like, yo, like, y'all know, like, I have gay friends. Most of y'all have gay friends. So y'all up here talking all this mess, but y'all but y'all really gonna go out here and act like fake when you see them in person, right? Mm-hmm. right. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's such a pushback because you're like, oh, right. well, you, you're not for black men? No, it's not about not for black men, but I'm also for black women and, and, you know, gay black men and gay black women. Like, it's not, it's always like, the issue is like, you always have to ostracize to be apart from
1: If them. not even that, people mm-hmm. just don't even realize how intersectional they are. Mm. Like, you, yeah. it's not even about you being a black, like, one thing about it is so people are so quick to it's like what I was telling y'all earlier people are so quick to uh, say oh I'm in a marginalized group but that one specific group that you're marginalized and you don't even talk about you don't even talk about the marginalization within in that, that. Group, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the problem mm-hmm. we also have to think that intersection like if y'all, if y'all need to like understand what intersection is and how it applies to everyday life like read up on Kimberly Cren- yeah. Crenshaw like yeah. just do that
4: Mabbing I haven't. Margins, y'all having the, mar- the
3: margins, y'all. Actually, like <laughs> an actual, like yeah. I think that, like also, just an aside. People really misuse that term. Mm-hmm. Like intersectionality. Really what I'm listen, talking about in my like, class right now. Intersectionality about in is class. about you being at the intersection of multiple like
4: marginalizations. Yes. Yeah.
3: Like it's about how those things fundamentally change the way you experience the world. How do people misuse uh-huh, so it? I'm
4: actually talking about like uh, like multiple it's identity not, markers, and that's not it's what it's not about. What it it's about, about multiple oppressions and how Oppressions affect your life And so like Intersectionality Is just like It's a bu- it's, it's, like, Now that it's become mainstream Like it's a buzzword right. That like people use To like Justify Oh yeah. like I'm black And I'm male So like I'm intersect. Like no you're not Because
2: males yeah. don't like Yeah Your oppression, oppression. Right. Like yeah. what is- Yeah and yeah, so it's so not I, an adjective. I like soccer, but also like tennis. You know, it's, it's, it's intersectionality.
3: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also not an adjective, you know? It's, it, not, an no, it's not an adjective. You, you can't say I'm an intersectional, intersectional person. Like, Like, what? <laughs> like it doesn't work like that. It just yeah. doesn't work like that. No. Okay. <laughs> no. And yeah. I also
4: think, like, 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 briefly going back to, like, the note of, like, sexual assault, I really think that, like, people need to learn to check their friends. Like, mm-hmm. when you are at a party mm-hmm. and you see your friend doing something wild, mm-hmm. you need to pull him aside and say, like, hey, dude, that ain't cool. Like, mm-hmm and, and mm-hmm. people don't do that I see it going on in parties way too much like you see this girl don't want to dance with you your friend keep trying to pester her throughout the whole party you let him know hey man that like that's not cool and people don't do that like yeah. black mm-hmm. dude just let stuff goes on right. just let stuff go on and you yeah. let the same people perpetuate stuff and then like you act surprised later whenever you see something like the climate survey because like whenever I, I, oh my god like I didn't know that like you know this was really an issue within the black community like yes it is it For, is like Before and, you, and you y'all just silence it and mm-hmm. stifle it because then on the same note like you shame the girls that this happens to like even like last week like you know Aurelia did a great job last week and then like I'm thinking about all the reaction that she got and I'm like the reactions don't match what y'all do in everyday life because on everyday life y'all stay shaming somebody (laughs) because they was twerking upside down at a party (laughs) or because they wore this shirt this short skirt to such and such or because they got a little bit too drunk one night y'all stay talking about somebody and shaming somebody but then like on the same note you, you commend her on social media and in group memes like after she does this great thing like Sex positivity is not something you can selectively like pick mm, and choose. Right, like right. pick yeah. your day
2: that you think it's a thing. No, oh, yeah, like no.
4: no. Either you like that or you not. Like, and it's like fine if you want to be modest. That's fine. But like, don't let your modesty like shame somebody else's truth in the process. Mm. Mm. Oh, right. that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, that's, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. Can you say
0: that one more time? <laughs> I, I, I say don't, say don't, don't like let don't your
4: modesty <laughs> shame <laughs> someone else's truth in the process. Like hashtag UBR, please. I will. we're just putting all kinds of. Uh-huh, I'm
2: ready
1: for lie. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you know all right. The next topic, I think we also like went into it, but I think we might as well do it for people in the back. Classism. Aqua moment of Because makes, of that And I think when we talked about it earlier this week, we talked about this
0: idea that people think there's a certain way of doing things mm-hmm. based on like your socioeconomic status, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So what do you all have to say about that?
4: Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot on this campus. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot. Like, I've seen people that's been on the come up. Like, you might have been looking dusty freshman year, and now because you, like, you learn how words. to dress, Same. and, like, you get your nails done every week, and your hair done, you think you better than everybody else. And yes. I'm like, mm, yes. no. Um, so, um, <laughs> no, no. like, yeah. Black Duke is so obsessed with image. And, like, what is image and, one, and social capital? And, mm. like social capital means nothing once you leave absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm, nothing because half y'all not gonna have jobs after you leave anyway and so like my point is like and that's not a good thing but like you relied on social capital here not doing things that were actually purposeful while on your while you're on this campus and then like you you (laughs) wonder why like you you don't have any connections when you leave here because you relied on like well how important can people see me and it's like that doesn't matter it matters that like you're doing work that like that that solidifies you into doing mm. something important meaningful. that's meaningful, yeah. right? Like, and people are worried about like social capital, and like social capital is very tied to classism because if you notice, the people that are on this campus for the most part mm. that are what that have quote unquote clout are people who are like middle or upper, upper middle, middle class, income, generally. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. for sure, for sure. And mm-hmm. the
1: crazy thing about it, is what's so ironic is, you know, y'all from that upper middle class, or well, let me not say y'all. People are from that upper middle class um, or even higher you know, Mm -hmm. social status or whatever you want to call it. But then y'all want to copy mock and tease or try to get in where you fit in with the, the look of this lower socioeconomic Mm -hmm. um, classes. And for somebody that comes from, you know, the hood and, and see that like it, it don't it don't it don't hurt me. It's, it's a level of like disappointment, mm-hmm. you know, because that, yeah. there are people mm-hmm. where I come from that can't even get to where I am, and I and I have to be grateful for that. But I do not want to be on a campus where I have to see people, mm. quote unquote, want to be in the trenches, but don't know how hard and what the trenches really consist of, mm-hmm. especially when you're in the hood and you're out there twelve to twelve, you know selling drugs or you know getting um brutalized by the police and stuff like that so mm-hmm. to appropriate to broke culture. Yeah. Appropri- yeah, yeah that's basically and appropriate it is, p- and, lower people, don't rec- that and
2: really this is something i talk about people don't want to recognize privilege right it's really yeah. hard especially for black males in general mm-hmm. to find and say oh look in this in this room i am the one who is privileged mm-hmm. in this situation mm-hmm. i have this background i know for me personally i don't know but my parents who are both lawyers and awesome people will always tell me it's like this don't make you better than nobody, and you should not try yes, to true. act like you are that person that you're talking to because their story is unique and different than yours. And who are you to try to come in there and act like that's you, right? Mm-hmm. Like your story is your story. It's beautiful. It's great, mm-hmm. but don't act like the other person that you don't know that well and you're not really a part of. That's part of your narrative. That's that's different. But mm-hmm. privilege is something that's hard to hard to recognize because mm-hmm. you feel, oh, you know, we all about the same. No, uh, mm-hmm. some, sometimes mm-hmm. some people got some so a, little so. bit right? yeah. <laughs> a
1: little less than
0: right. no, you. No. I know you, think you don't talking about right? that. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. there are definitely mm-hmm. levels within Black dude, like. True and and like mm. that. That's related to social economic status. That's related to sexuality. That's related to like the way you carry yourself. Like it's related to what you do on campus. Like mm. there are levels and like until Black do acknowledges those levels and do work to break those levels down. Like what are we as a community? Yeah, that's
1: right. Honestly, I'm asking a real question. I mean, then that goes into like the topic about support and like what are we? What can we do? Or like what ways? we can improve mm-hmm. you know black duke as a community you know right. i mean we just vented i'm, I'm hoping y'all hear me y'all, I hope y'all hear it. i'm like i mean come on now but like now we talked about it like this this is going to be a discussion for a minute let Mm -hmm. that sit let it simmer it should
0: always be an ongoing discussion because no Mm -hmm. community is ever going to be perfect right yeah Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: I mean I guess like one of the things I think we were going to talk about it but we didn't but I think like respectability politics and like once we deviate from that like this idea that we so for example like when things happen within our community internally, like, sometimes the reaction is, like, we don't want to put our dirty, like, laundry out there because we're in a PWI. Like, right. oh, we don't want to... We can't be looking, we
2: yeah, you know, be looking bad. Yeah, you know, we can't can be negative. looking
3: bad, but, like, when people realize that, like, rich white folk don't give a... C- they don't care about oh, you anyway. Like, yeah. you can Yo. never do anything that will make... you will They will always find a way to fault you, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, can't once you realize me, that... It will be so much easier to deal with the things within mm-hmm. our community. Mm-hmm. Like once we realize that we should be valuing each other and like loving each other, isn't just about like calling out like black excellence. It's, it isn't mm-hmm. just about like recognizing people's achievements. It's mm-hmm. about fundamentally wanting people to be better. Mm-hmm. Like we can't look at white people in their communities and say this is what we want to aspire to. No. We have we want to be so much That's better.
2: That's so than true. Them, I love the you. Thing, know? The thing with the, the thing I get feel the term black excellence is problematic because we say okay black excellence man got a good job making us good money. Okay, well, what about the dude, he's do he's gonna work for now yeah. help some people yeah is yeah. that oh but he broke
4: he broke out you know he's very obsessed with accolades how many mm-hmm. awards can mm-hmm. I get how many upset positions like can that I honest. be how yeah. much administration do I know and can I sit right like, what about like, uh, what that's you like, on people? in yeah, the admin that's that's part. What, yeah that's yeah. what black dude <laughs> cares about and like I also feel like like black dude should be going to events based off of what the topic is and if the, is the topic productive not based off of who's hosting the event mm-hmm. because a lot of times mm. people go to event because this org is hosting this event or this org is hosting the event and like that's not fair to like other people who are doing really really important work and they can't get people to show up because their organization is not as popular as this one or it doesn't have as much pull as this one and like y'all need to go based off topics and not who is on the flyer
1: yeah Mm -hmm. because at one point you got to learn to be your own person because once you graduate here i mean you're gonna have that that paper with your name on it and that's it like and you're gonna have and you have to fend for yourself when you when you graduate here because mm-hmm. this is a Duke bubble once right. again this yeah. is a Duke yeah. bubble world, you right. got to deal with the real yeah. world now that to
2: help you out there right yeah
1: get that admin to help yeah. you out yeah right right yeah.
3: but so like na- back to you know. like new like what can we do to be better mm-hmm. I like
2: the idea of keeping your friends accountable
3: yeah keeping yeah, your, friends, keep your accountable. friends accountable but then I also think. Um, I mean, like, there's been, like, these learning communities that we've had in the past, right? Like, places where you can go continuously to, like, first of all, like, there's a consciousness, like, raising component because there's still so much we have to get educated on, right? Mm-hmm. Um but then there's also just the idea of having a group of people that keep you accountable and where a safe space where you can like unlearn like the problematic mm-hmm. behaviors. Because I really don't think like events are conducive to that sort of learning. Mm-hmm. Because it's pretty much you go you for the event, you leave, yeah. you say, Oh, this has really changed my life and then you leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. What next? Like it's yeah. not just about learning what the term intersectionality is, mm-hmm. but like thinking about how it works in your life and like how it works in other people's lives. So like I went to Common Ground this week. Yeah. Um, and then this stuff like Duke Met's Project, although I I think those are like
4: Models that we should Be replicating
1: I mean Duke mm-hmm. Black Duke can do. have A common ground yeah, I, think I mean we need
4: it Stuff yeah, like that really yeah. I know people Listening I, to do it I also think that like Black Dukes to stop focusing On competition Between each other Because there's a mm. lot Of like competition Within like the community Like people planning Events on the same day To like see Who's gonna come To who's To who's gonna come To whose event And like that's not fair okay. Yeah. Sure. Um so more collaboration and less competition. All right. All right. And
0: just like that our show is down to the winding no, minutes now. No, I know. So, so go less. ahead if y'all got a 30 <laughs> second wrap up you want to give guess. Go ahead guess. I mean if y'all do I said
4: what I had to say. Okay? Yeah, I'm <laughs> graduating in eighty days. Yeah, out of here, y'all. I said, here.
3: I said what I had to say, but I really said it because I really want us to be better, y'all. Because mm-hmm. I really do feel feel like we have potential to be so much better yeah. than we mm-hmm. are right now. Right, yeah.
1: And make the Mary Lou. If we're going to use that as like a starting, make that inclusive for everyone. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, if that means getting rid of that table that's sitting in the middle, <laughs> please do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and we're out. We're going to the <laughs> show. <laughs> Um, this has been Unapologetic Black Radio. We thank y'all again for listening. We appreciate our listeners. We love y'all. Until out, next y'all. time, y'all have a wonderful day.